Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. We have a very special episode today because my guest is here, truly on a mission to assist people get unstuck and to clear out their energy field so we can fully liberate our Aquarian self. We are so pleased to be here with Sophie Bedard. She is so passionate about finding and expressing the divine within within herself and helping others do the same too. She is absolutely committed to helping people make breakthroughs. She cracks open the densest knots, clears away heavy emotional burdens, removes whole webs of karmic entanglements, and swipes out any stuckness, leading to lightness, flow, and connection at high vibrational rates. Sophie Bedard, thank you for being here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lorraine. I'm delighted to be with you and with our audience today. And I love to be sharing about this topic, specifically with you, Lauren, and uh, your community, because you so well resonate with and embody the values of the Aquarian paradigm. And this really has been called for uh, for your audience, really called by your audience. That's my sense. People who are attentive and receptive and sensitive to these themes of unity, wholeness, connection, harmony, co-creation, oneness, inclusion, individual and collective empowerment, expanded consciousness. So thank you for having me today. I'm really delighted to be with you. Thank you. Beautiful. You were just sharing some of the values of the Aquarian age. And astrologically, you know, we've been coming into this Aquarian age for some time. That's right. I think by now we are more fully anchored in it than ever. Mm-hmm. Isn't Absolutely. it wild? We see the collective outside of us and it still seems like there's lots of chaos as there's lots of clearing coming up to be loved free. And so where do we stand as a collective in this Aquarian age? Yeah, well, as you said, Lauren, there's been a buildup right? There have been many alignments and transits that have been activating the Aquarian paradigm over a period of time. And it seems that now when Pluto entered Aquarius, it really has kicked off and nothing is and nothing will be as it was. What used to work no longer works. And so it seems that we have fully entered the Aquarian age. And with that, we are all being tested in deeper and stronger ways in our ability to hold and express and really to model the core values of Aquarius. And I was thinking the other day, it's like, you know, when you get your driving license, uh, 
That's actually when you really learn to drive. At that moment, you start to learn really how to drive. And with the Aquarian age, it's now that we are out in the real world that we confront ourselves to the, the demands of this reality. And so we are at this stage now where we confront ourselves to the demands of the new Aquarian reality, which is being birthed and will be birthed no matter what. It's no longer optional. It's no longer desirable. It's mandatory and it's compelling. And our personal choice is whether or not we align to it and embrace it fully, or do we choose to go against the force of a tsunami? So really now is the time that the unconscious, the deeper patterns and wounds and energetic imprints that hold us out of alignment are emerging, showing us our degree of Aquarian readiness, as well as where and how, in what ways we are not quite yet Aquarius ready so that we can take action accordingly to bring ourselves into, into alignment. Okay, well, that is some interesting, um, uh, it's such an interesting topic. Okay, so for recapping for everyone, Pluto moved into Aquarius. That was March. That was just recently. Yes, end of March, yes. End of March, March 23rd. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And so, wow, nothing will ever be the same. So we must take responsibility for this. How would, you're going to do readings for people, and we've got some questions around this, but how would how would one recognize unconscious wounds that need to be cleared and cleaned up? How would we recognize mm-hmm. that? Well, first, I would like to set the frame of the Aquarian values that we know where we are, where is the, what's the landscape, right? What's this new landscape? Even though we've been, well, yeah, we've been preparing for it. It's been in the air, but now that we are there, um, what is it really? What are the foundations? And I see five foundational values that need to be solidly anchored at the highest expression and highest vibration so they can be pillars for the other Aquarian values to build upon and for the Aquarian streams of consciousness and energy to flow freely. And these five core values are the values of oneness, wholeness, connectedness, collaboration, synergy, and celebrated uniqueness. And these five core values are really the foundation for other Aquarian values of innovation, harmony, freedom, and all the Aquarian qualities that build upon this foundation. So these five core values, if you like, they establish the Aquarian structure, the Aquarian container, the Aquarian young energy, in which can flow the Aquarian yin energy and the vibrations of harmony, compassion, care, innovation, innovation, innovation for the highest purpose and for the highest good of all. Because there has been innovation, but what happens when innovation is not, and we are not, in the highest values that support the highest good of all. Then we have example of Nikola Tesla, 
tremendous, enormous radical innovation that gets suppressed, that gets taken over by competition, and it ends up not being what it is meant to be, at least in the Aquarian age, right? So that's what I see and what I want to offer as a model of, okay, this is our new ground, these five core values, right? Now, what you ask, Lauren, is how, how do we know, how, how do we know where we are wounds, where mm. we have wounds, where we are not, where we are not in these, in alignment with these core values, right? Well, we may, due to where we come from and how many um, years and hundreds and thousands of years and generations and past lives, we have lived in the old past models, obsolete models that have left an imprint of separation, of fragmentation, of disconnection, of competition of standardization, uniformization. And these remain unconscious to some degree. They may remain suppressed, repressed, buried, hiding in our shadow and preventing us from fully embracing and expressing our Aquarian self and these five core values. And we may have done significant healing and clearing work for the purpose of this Aquarian readiness, but it's only now, now that we are swimming in these Aquarian waters, it's only now that we can truly measure by experience the degree of our Aquarian fitness. And we may find ourselves being confronted with unresolved issues, limitations, wounds and obstructions inconsistencies, inabilities, inadequacies that reveal themselves as they have to be addressed in a radical way so we can move forward, move forward as true Aquarians and inspire others and be the driving forces of the Aquarian civilization, right? And um, we may have done significant work of clearing to, and have achieved some clearing to some degree, and yet we need more, more radical liberation. Now that these imprints for the, from the past arise under the pressure of actually being in the Aquarian energy, and the Aquarian demand is revealing where we are not yet up to date. And these are karmic entanglements, karmic entanglements that hold us in these now obsolete loops and patterns and we have to liberate ourselves and karmic entanglements they are so persistent and they can have such a strong hold because they are rooted in all our three lines of our past timeline our genealogical maternal line and genealogical paternal line and these three lines form a cobweb a stress web that is anchored in our aura, which is how, how it affects us in this incarnation. So until we have cleared them systematically, they keep us trapped 
in the momentum of those past patterns of separation, fragmentation, disconnection, competition, and standardization. And one thing I would like to make another point also, which is that there's a difference between agreeing to and choosing oneness, choosing wholeness, choosing connectedness, choosing collaboration, synergy, choosing celebrated uniqueness. There's a difference between choosing it, which is wonderful, and actually being fully aligned with and emanating these energies and vibrations. So one is at the mental level. And yes, it's a great starting point. Our choice is the starting point, but it's not enough to be effective. We need to become congruent at all levels, the mental level, the emotional, spiritual level, all layers and our body as well. Right. Maybe your body gets activated by competition. Maybe your body gets tense at the idea of oneness and cringes as it fears to lose itself within the oneness, having no boundaries for the self. So there may be all these unconscious patterns and residue that remain. And at this stage, we need to be fully in. So we need to attend to what is not there yet to detect it, to recognize it with compassion, and to heal it, and integrate, then integrate the energy into a higher expression of ourselves, the expression of the true Aquarian self. Beautiful. Well, I know we've been waiting for this, thinking that something outside of us was going to happen, um, a shift uh, was going to happen. An ascension is going to happen, but this is the necessary work. As you said, it's mandatory to do this work, this um, inner work and the cleanup. And so this is where you come in with your specialty, assisting people in identifying and clearing. And I personally have done a session with you and it was amazing what was revealed. Mm-hmm. Those karmic entanglements. And those karmic entanglements are really is what keeping us from the Aquarian values. Yeah. So we yeah. need to tend to them. Okay. You're going to do readings for people individually on our show. And as we know, one person's issue really does affect all of us. That's how it gets quantum because we are all here. We've shown up for a reason and a purpose and one person's issue affects us deeply, but you've also got something for all of us as well. And you call this an Aquarian fitness checkup. Yes. Aquarian fitness checkup. I thought it would be great to, as we are together to, yes, uh, have this checkup. Where do we stand individually? And so I would like to offer to lead us all, lead the audience through this experience so let's do that right we're gonna we're gonna bring i'm gonna bring an orb of truth so you're going to receive an orb of truth that's going to be placed around your aura 
And within this safe, sacred space, you'll be prompted with questions to explore your degree of Aquarian fitness. So let's do that. So you can close your eyes if you want. Of course, if it is safe for you to do so. And turn your attention inwards. And I invite you to relax. Take a few deep breaths. Breathing out. All that does not belong to this moment. Let's bring all your attention, all your presence here and now. You can decide to open your heart and be ready to receive. And you can decide to open your mind and be ready to receive. Remembering your connection to the center, to the heart of the earth. And your connection to the center, to the heart of the universe. So that you are held, both grounded and suspended. You are safe. You can relax. You are ready and open to receive. Now, as I tune into the galactic center, I call an orb of truth to be placed around your aura. And you can claim it now, out loud or silently. I welcome and receive the orb of truth around my aura. I'm offering this orb of truth, placing it around your aura. Filling and bathing your aura is the highest, the purest vibration of truth. Holding you safe, protected, informed in this truthful, high vibrational space. Allow any adjustments, any adjustments to the, this highest vibration of truth, any adjustment that need to happen, let them happen within your body, your heart, your mind, your whole being. Being held in truth. And breathe. 
Now let's bring in questions to begin the exploration, the discovery and revelation. Proceeding to your Aquarian checkup. Within the orb of truth, ask your higher self to allow you to perceive what extent and in what ways are you holding feelings, beliefs, loops and patterns, energetic imprints of separation, not belonging, ostracization, rejection, Reclusion, seclusion, isolation, alienation, abandonment, not feeling loved, accepted, welcome, invited in the journey of being. Separated from abundance, goodness and grace. Separated from others in your family, in your community. Separated from humanity. Separated from aspects of yourself. Separated from your soul's purpose in this incarnation. Separated from nature and her realms. Separated from the cosmos, the universe. Separated even from the divine. And breathe. Within the orb of truth. Ask your higher self to allow you to perceive to what extent and in what ways are you holding Feelings, beliefs, loops and patterns, energetic imprints of fragmentation, disintegration of yourself, lack of wholeness, inability to heal, disbalance, disharmony. Insecurity, scatteredness, feeling incomplete, feeling limited. Having limited resources, limited access to your own resources. Having a hard time keeping yourself together. 
codependency, neediness, clinginess, conflict with others, conflict with yourself, even with the divine. Struggle, ungroundedness, disassociation, heartbreak. And breathe. Within the orb of truth. Ask your higher self to allow you to perceive to what extent and in what ways are you holding feelings, beliefs, loops and patterns, energetic imprints of disconnection. Lack of guidance, insights and wisdom from your higher self, your higher team, the higher realms. Lack of inspiration. Dysfunctions in your clear Senses, clairaudience, clairvoyance, claircognizance, and so on. Lack of direction, feeling lost, disoriented. Lack of creativity. Lack of abundance. Lack of life force. Miscommunication, misunderstandings. Difficulty being heard, being seen, being accepted. Lack of joy, lack of courage, lack of trust, lack of faith. Disconnection from others in the family, friendship, work, community. Disconnection from humanity. Disconnection from aspects of yourself. Disconnection from your soul's purpose. Disconnection from the subtle and higher realms. Disconnection from source. Disconnection from the divine. And breathe. Within the orb of truth, ask your higher self to allow you to perceive to what extent and in what ways are you holding Feelings, beliefs, patterns, loops, energetic imprints of competition, having to compete, struggle, fight for your share of limited resources, limited opportunities, limited time, limited space, 
compulsion to be number one and to be first and to be the best measurement, judgment, comparing yourself with others, judgment and blame, shame, limitation consciousness, lack of abundance, not perceiving abundance, stress, fear, insecurity, possibly paranoia, mistrust of others, mistrust of yourself, domination, manipulation, control, having to prove yourself, having to prove your worth, lack of self-worth, Competition with others in the family, friendship, work, community. Competition between aspects of yourself creating inner conflict. Maybe even competition with the divine. Do things have to happen in your timing, in your terms? In what ways are you actually competing, trying to compete with the divine? And breathe. Within the orb of truth, ask your higher self to allow you to perceive in what ways and to what extent are you holding feelings, beliefs, loops and patterns, energetic imprints of standardization, conformity, uniformity, lack of authenticity. Shut down of your imagination, your inspiration, your true creativity. Copycat mentality. Repression, suppression of aspects of yourself in order to conform, to belong, to be accepted, to be loved. Loss of joy. Loss of Unique, truthful expression. Not daring to be different. And even when you are different, hiding it, shutting it down. Loss of purpose, loss of meaning. Standardization to conform within the family the friendly circles, work, social community, spiritual community. Even the belief of having to conform to certain ways, certain practices in order to be accepted by the divine. 
and breathe. Coming back to here and now, take a moment to make a mental note or mental notes of the awareness that you have gained, the status of your Aquarian fitness. Notice where your higher self has been calling your attention and breathe. Well done. Well done for acknowledging all that came to the surface. It's easier now, even though it may not be comfortable, but by contrast with the Aquarian demands, it's easier to spot. It's more blatant. The dissonance can be perceived more clearly. It takes courage to face it. So well done. Well done for being willing to notice all that you have noticed. And be open to more insights coming to your attention, coming to your awareness in the next few hours, in the next few days. As these questions may keep poking you. So keep noticing. For now, we give gratitude to the orb of truth. Gratitude for all that has been revealed. We allow the orb of truth to remain and surround us and hold us, hold us in truth for as long as it serves our highest good, our evolution and the highest good of all. And breathe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was potent and powerful because as it unfolded with the questions and our higher selves assisting us in seeing where we need to see within ourselves, that was quite revealing. For me personally, and and this is a great time to go into readings next, but for me personally, at first I was like, well, with this particular one, no, I'm good. I'm good on that. Mm -hmm. But as it went deeper or it evolved into deeper questions, then I realized, all right, there's still work to do. Mm -hmm. So you know, I think in the beginning, maybe my mental mind was saying, oh, no, you're good. You got this. Maybe 70%. But now after moving through it and moving through these next few hours as well with these questions still resonating within the, our fields. Yeah. I think it's about 50%. Mm. Right. Or may, I, who knows? I don't know. But um, that number is revealing in itself because it shows us that we might be there almost, but this is the the fine tuning that needs to be done in all of our lives and yeah. keep our heart open in all of our relationships in every aspect. So 
really pretty good. And I hope everyone is enjoying that mm-hmm. and harsh on ourselves as we go through mm-hmm. this process. What do you think about that, Sophie? What do I think about what specifically? Sorry. How our mind tries to say everything's okay. Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, there's so much going on in the world. We try to be okay and we, we have to go on, right? And we have to go on with our day. We have to go on with our lives. And um, our mind tries to keep us afloat, right? And uh, keep us in a good place. Um, but there are times like this time we are, we are sharing together that we need to set some time aside not to disrupt uh, our life and what not to prevent us from doing what we have to do. But I think it's important to set some time aside during the day, during the week and during the day. At the, I think at the time, life is so intense that we need to put some time aside every day in which we really confront ourselves to, okay, I'm, do, I'm doing good, I'm okay, but first, okay, is okay enough? Do we choose to live an okay life or don't we have higher aspirations for ourselves and for others and for all of humanity and second well I'm okay I'm functioning sometimes maybe I'm not functioning but let's say I'm functioning how am I really doing actually right and it's important to really confront ourselves to the deeper questions and that's why I was guided that's was guided to offer this process and really through the experience because you know I was shown how well we can have a lot of conversation and I can talk a lot about the Aquarian age and the demands and what this and what that, but there's nothing as potent as an immersion in ourselves and especially in the context of being held in this orb of truth that supports us in a for our highest good supports the truth to be revealed working with our higher selves to notice okay in this one I'm not there yet this world triggers me this world gave me made me uncomfortable right and why not even return to the process if you need if some of you need more time with it you can go through it again. You can pause. You can give yourself more time if you feel you need more time. Or if you want to explore one of those um, five that we looked at, the separation, fragmentation, disconnection, competition, standardization. Maybe there's one of those or two or three that were you felt like, oh, I'm not that good with this one. I need to dive more deeply into this one. Why not return with the replay? As soon as it's available, you can work deeper with this. So, um, yeah. And then that's why it's our checkup, right? When do we do a checkup? We, we're feeling pretty good, but we go to the doctor or to a healer to, okay, give me a check up how am I really doing right Mm -hmm. yes very beneficial and the replay is going to be right here for everyone exactly I encourage you to do it again or just to go back into 
these areas because our consciousness is very aware of it all. And our higher selves were showing us the areas, your voice and your guidance in, in directing the areas to pay attention to really is amazing. So it's so again, from the surface level, it seems okay, but this is how we really let it go and clear it up. Yeah. All right. So yeah. this is beautiful. Let's do some readings. Mm-hmm. Some readings. Now, is there a protocol you'd like for people when they ask you for a reading? We're going to unmute some folks. Yeah. Well, what I would love to offer is um, reading on specifically where are the karmic entanglements of either separation, fragmentation, disconnection, competition, or standardization. Where are these karmic entanglements attached in my aura? That's the reading that I offer. So um, each person choose, chooses one of these five themes, the one that you feel is the more the most um, acute for you. And I do the reading of where these karmic entanglements are attached in your aura. Now, as I said, they have strings at the the roots are in your past timeline, genealogical maternal and paternal lines that with points of origin in each of these lines, but they weave together into a stress web that is attached in your aura, which is how it affects you in this incarnation. Okay. So when we're ready, I guess we're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to do the reading. Does that work? This question, are you good with that, Lauren? Is that okay? Yes. Thank you, Sophie. Okay, so we're going to, if you'd like a reading, uh, please raise your hand and we'll go to as many as possible. Yeah. Uh, um, so again, separation, fragmentation, disconnection, competition, and standardization, uniformation. Right. Okay. Put them in the chat. I'm going to paste them in the chat right now. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right. Entanglements. In the areas. Kathy, you are first and you can unmute yourself when you're ready. Thank you, dear. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Kathy. Oh, hi, Sophie. I listened to you for the academy too. Okay. I thought it's this Kathy. That's Kathy, Kathy. <laughs> Welcome, Kathy. Hi. Yeah. I, um, for my karmic entanglements, uh, where are they? My aura, I'm resonating probably with um, either fragmentation or disconnection the most, I think. Okay. Do you want to go with fragmentation? Uh, yeah, that'll work. Okay. All right. Thank you, Kathy. So tuning in with you, Kathy. I ask my higher self to ask your higher self, Kathy, where are the karmic entanglements of fragmentation attached in your aura? Going straight to the throat, grab, uh, wrapped around the throat like a hand. It's, it's good that we're on Zoom. So I can use my hands to make the descriptions, uh, and be visual. 
a hand grabbing there, right, and squeezing there. And in terms of fragmentation, very clearly what was shown is how it separates the upper part and where your mind is and the lower part, especially where your heart is. So you may have uh, especially experienced difficulties bringing your heart and your mind together. I'm hearing even they may feel that they belong to a different person, right? That's what fragmentation is about, like feeling that you're made of different pieces that don't feel they belong to a whole, right? right. So with this here, it brings this aspect of an experience of fragmentation that especially affects your mind and heart. Okay, wow. <laughs> Actually, that when you did that and said that, um, I, I had that, have had that happen in this lifetime with, you know, having my throat grabbed. And so I had a visceral, immediate reaction when you said that and did that. Mm, okay, well, yeah. Yeah, okay. And it's interesting that, yeah, it get, came so clearly. It's really, it's really time to, it's really time to clear this, let this go, set you free, set you free. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Loren. Thank you. Blessings. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. Claudine. Hi, Claudine. Hi, Claudine. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Welcome, Claudine. Good morning. I would love to know what's, um, I need to know from my high school and what's holding me back. What's in your highest good? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What's for my highest good to learn today that's holding me back in fragmentation. Okay. Do you want to choose fragmentation? Okay. Let me read for you. Fragmentation. Is it your choice? Yes, please. Let me read for you. Where are for you, Claudine, the karmic entanglements of fragmentation attached in your aura going straight to the chest chest even the bones like the i'm seeing this area of the chest where the bones are i was shown a picture of if you see a stone that's all cracked and these are fragments and so with these karmic entanglements of fragmentation attached around your heart center, bringing to your heart, your heart center, this experience, feeling, beliefs of your heart being not only sh fragmented, but I'm hearing shattered, like your heart feels like it's in pieces. And your heart has a hard time holding itself together, holding itself, holding its pieces together. Yeah.
You there, Claudine? Yes, I am. I, I was just tuning into that. So how do I, what do I have to do to, um, heal that part of my heart that's well, shattered? Stay with us. Stay with us because I'm coming. I'm coming with solutions. And, um, I guess, I guess, Lauren, we're going to do a few more readings, but, uh, I'm coming for with solutions for each of these, the separation, fragmentation, disconnection, competition, standardization. I have offerings for each of these guiding you and supporting you to clear this and to set yourself free. So what I wanted to say in this moment where we had a moment of silence and what I was sensing is the intensity of what is coming through with these readings, with Kathy's readings, with your reading as well, Claudine. Um, first, I, I commend you for being courageous, raising your hand and being open to receive the insights. And what is important to know is with this intensity, yes, it is intense, but it is in your highest good. Your higher self has guided you to be here to re- today to receive this reading because it is time. It is time to set yourself free. So remind yourself you're in a safe, sacred space. Remind yourself that you receive these indications with this intensity the intensity is an indication of how urgent it is to your higher self to take care of it the intensity indicates that yes this is a strong something strong and your higher self doesn't want you to carry this any longer and doesn't want you to get away with it because you wouldn't get away with it you would get well you would get yourself in trouble carrying this longer than you need okay so for you Claudine and Kathy and everyone receiving readings and everyone being in the audience, whether or not you receive a reading, you may sense the intensity, have compassion for yourself and appreciate yourself for being brave and courageous and understand the intensity as your signal. It's kind of the alarm signal that's ringing in terms of, yeah, we need to take care of this. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And yeah, stay with us. Good news. There are solutions. So yeah, we'll come to this in a moment. Thank you. Thank you, Claudine. Blessings to you. Thank you. It's quite amazing to see Sophie at work here and uh, the ability to just be, you know, right there. You're able to see where that pain is in our aura, but it's also our physical body as well. So this is a great time to talk about ways that people can work with you because you've got a series of live events that help people get to the bottom of this, to do the healing work. And they are on the five topics of separation, fragmentation, et cetera. So go ahead now and tell us about this special offer. I'm going to put the link in the, the Zoom box and our YouTube channel. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yes, absolutely. So 
It's a bundle of five workshops. It's titled Aquarian Liberation because this is what, this is what we, this is what we are here to do. And in these five workshops, we're going to work with the same protocol. So let me talk a little bit about the protocol, the protocol of clearing the karmic entanglement. So each workshop is titled Freedom from Karmic Entanglements. And the karmic entanglements, these karmic entanglements that hold you trapped in these loops and patterns of either either or separation, fragmentation, and so on. And these karmic entanglements hold the emotional load and the mental construct in place. And again, you may have done some work on these issues of separation, competition, uh, etc. But they need to be uprooted systematically in your aura. That's where the stress web is anchored and that is affecting you in this incarnation. And in the roots, at the three root points that are in your past timeline, in your genealogical maternal line and genealogical paternal line, this weaving of the stress web, like a cobweb, it is kind of a cobweb that holds you trapped, like the prey of of a spider, right, in the spider web. So in this protocol of clearing the karmic entanglements, we are very thorough, very systematic. We start with creating our safe, sacred space of the crystalline chamber of light. We bring Archangel Michael to empower and amplify our healing, our liberation. We call the support and guidance of the Lipika. The Lipika, they are the celestial beings who who have the role of being the scribes of karma. And we call the Orb of Truth, which you have experienced. Orb of Truth for revelation and revelation of insights and wisdom. And we clear the karmic entanglements at four levels in the aura, in the past timeline, in genealogical maternal line, genealogical paternal line, very systematically, collecting the pearls of wisdom at each point of origin, each root point of the karmic entanglements. There is, there are karmic lessons that have been missed at the time. And these karmic lessons hold treasures of wisdom. I call them pearls of wisdom. So we go and collect the pearls of wisdom on each of the three lines. Once we've collected the pearls of wisdom, we can clear the residue. So we do clear the residue all along the past timeline, genealogical, maternal and paternal line. And the pearls of wisdom, the karmic lessons are what you need, what is required for your soul to take back its course, right? And we collect the karmic lessons. It brings a meeting. As we collect these pearls of wisdom, it brings a meeting, a reunion with your divine self. It's an opportunity that was missed in the past that is then realized in the moment of the healing. And this is what allows the liberation from those entanglements, the clearing of the residue, and your liberation from the loops and patterns and the entrapments. 
Once we've done with the clearing in all the, in the aura and the three lines, we bring illumination with pure, bright, vibrant rainbow light to occupy, for the light to occupy all the space that has been cleared. So with that, not only you set yourself free, but you also set yourself on a whole new higher vibrational trajectory with all these pearls of wisdom. And you model for others. You demonstrate to them what is possible, how they can be free. You inspire them, showing them what is possible. So in this series, in this Aquarian liberation, we're going to have five workshops, each being dedicated to first one, freedom from karmic entanglements of separation. Second workshop, freedom from karmic entanglements of fragmentation. Now, in separation, you're going to shift from separation to oneness. Next, freedom from karmic entanglements of fragmentation into wholeness. Third, freedom from karmic entanglements of disconnection into connectedness. Fourth, freedom from karmic entanglements of competition into union, collaboration, and synergy. And the fifth, freedom from karmic entanglements of standardization into celebrated uniqueness. So you can choose to pick one of these workshops. If during the Aquarian checkup, there was one of these that was very strongly um, acute for you, and the other ones were totally fine, then do one workshop. They are offered separately. You can do two workshops. Or you can do all five. Now, I've been prompted to make the bundle available to many. So it is priced in such a way that if you're going to do more than two, you better take the whole bundle. I guess the divine wants us to do the whole, to be really ready. Not a little bit ready, but to be fully ready. So... Unless you really have only one or two of these in which you are really missing and the rest you are really good, I would really invite. And that's the way it's been, it's being offered and the way I've been guided to offer to take the whole journey. It's going to be an epic journey of liberation every week. One liberation every week, one expansion greater and greater into the paradigm, the Aquarian paradigm, right? And also one thing that I want to mention at this point is that 
in each workshop, in the way that we work in these workshops, we set our intentions in such a way that our healing Together, we set our intention to expand your healing, your individual healing, your liberation, the healing of each and every one of you to ripple out wide and far, contributing to and supporting the healing and the liberation of all humanity. We ask, as we set our intentions, we ask that all be blessed with the power and the ability to step out of the traps of separation, fragmentation, disconnection, competition, standardization. And we set our intentions that you, as you do the work, you may be inspiration models and instruments of that collective healing and liberation. And this in itself is very Aquarian. It's a tremendous act of humanitarian service. As you do your own healing, you step up, you step forward, step up for humanity's betterment. You offer care for the community as you care for yourself. So as we do this together, we can bring the tsunami pouring out waves, massive waves and waves of liberation, liberation into oneness, into wholeness, into connectedness, into union, collaboration, synergy, and into celebrated uniqueness. Now, as I say these words, I get chills in my head. And these words, they are obviously much more than words. They are the core Aquarian values. They are so precious. They are so wanted, called for. As I say them, I get chills. And maybe some of you do too. So this is the, um, this is the invitation, Aquarian liberation, take one, take two, take the five. It's offered to you now. Yes. And thank you for this because the process, the Aquarian fitness checkup that we did was so revealing. As I, as I mentioned, it was like, no, or maybe we don't really understand the meaning of a word or we look at the outside word competition. Oh, I think I've, I've tackled that. But again, when we went through it with all of those questions that were asked, it revealed so many layers of it that it's extremely beneficial to just go ahead and do this work because it is life changing. And so what a beautiful time with you in these workshops. And I want to mention that it's, it's more than just one workshop in each of these areas. There's actually two because you come back and do a follow-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's a way first to give choice, right? There's, there's timing. Everyone has different schedules. So, um, I'm offering two dates. And in this way, so one is a Wednesday, every Wednesday, we're going to have a new workshop, but we're also going to have it on the Sunday, right? And 
it's also, as you say, Lorraine, it's also an opportunity to do it twice and to serve yourself a double dose of liberation, right? That you do it on Wednesday, you clear, because your higher self takes care of pacing you and takes care of doing as much as can be done in one round. And then you serve yourself a second serving to refine, to fine tune, to finalize, right? To polish and to get you ready, then move to the next. Okay. So yeah, that's going to be definitely an epic journey. I can see these waves and waves of then as a result, right? Again, these once we're clear, the separation, the oneness is flowing. Clear the fragmentation, the wholeness is flowing. And so on. So it's going to be, it's going to be very, uh, tremendously impactful for each of you who chooses to get on board and through you, through us, through our synergy, uh, our collaboration, our union, it's going to be tremendously impactful for the collective. So in advance, everyone who joins, I thank you for the work of service, the gift of service that you're going to do to the collective through your own healing, your own liberation. Yeah. Yes, beautiful. And the protocol that you've developed is really powerful and effective. Again, this work that you're doing with these group sessions is like a, it's like what you do in personal one-on-one. So now we're affecting more people with, yeah. with this process. And again, it is just amazing what is in the unconscious that we're bringing conscious here. And yeah. that is a powerful journey. So thank you. Thank you for this. All right. So please, everyone. Together for us. You can click on that link and review it. And again, we invite you to join. It really is special. And the group energy is also very supportive in this process. And you'll be able to, as we get to more readings in a moment, you'll be able to see how, wow, she's really uh, exquisite at identifying areas that need to be healed and released. But that works for all of us as well. Yeah. our world outside of us. So we're all stepping up as leaders in this way. And it's really beautiful. Okay. So thank you. Let's go to some more readings. Destiny, you can unmute yourself. Thank you. Hey, love. Hi. So great to be here with you girls today. Wow. Hello, Destiny. I had a different difficult time deciding which one. Because uh-huh. I feel like there's different, you know, yeah, um, I'm going to say separation. Separation. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Destiny. So tuning in with you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's convenient. It's convenient to do on the, on the video because <laughs> I don't have to explain. I can show. Uh, bottom of the, um, of the heart center, kind of where the end of the rib cage there, mm-hmm. that's where it's placed and it's, it's putting a lot of pressure there. And the pressure, like this 
cobweb the cobweb of the cobweb of the comic entanglements is very thick and intense and it's especially bringing the separation between your heart and your power center and separating one from the other in such a way that instead of them being in synergy and they are meant to be, they are really meant to be working together and supporting one another, right? The power center giving power to the heart, the heart giving love to the power center, right? They They are meant to be in synergy. With this, they are in separation, right? And then it affects many aspects of your self, of your life through the the checkup that we did. You probably recognized many aspects mm-hmm. of that. And it brings a lot of it brings a lot of pain to your heart. Your heart hurts from it's like it, I'm being shown like when you have a friend and you want to hold their hand, but you can't hold their hand. That's what how that's your heart aches from not being able to from being separated from their friend which is power center which is source right but i am but i do appear to be connected to source well we all are by nature we well, all i mean are. i know but i'm just man the last couple of days have been very difficult so I mean I know that I am but there's like something in the way of making me believe that that's right and experiencing it it's one thing to know it and it's great to know it but is it your experience is it your belief right and from what our beliefs create our experience Right. Our beliefs translate into our experience and our beliefs translate into our decisions, our actions. So if you know it, but you don't believe it. It's not going to work. Right. And the thing is, there's what you believe in the now, but there are the roots that are held in past timeline, genealogical, maternal and paternal that are keeping you, that are holding you back in these old beliefs of disconnection. And consciously, you know better than that, but there's the unconscious parts that are taking over and that are stealing from you your what you know. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like it's stealing from you your connection to source by making by bringing this disbelief into the into the experience. Yeah, because I definitely know that I'm I am source. You know what I mean? I am. But yeah. if you ask me, we all are. But is that our experience? And is it as the every moment? And if it's not, do we choose to being the status quo or do we choose to keep going until we'll be there yes we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep going yeah yeah thank you destiny thank you thank you so much sophie thank you lauren 
Blessings. Thank you, Destiny. I know you're doing the work, sister, and just yeah. keep, keep on keeping on. You actually incarnated to take a heavy load, sister. Mm-hmm. Heavy. So good job. Thank you, Loren. I love you. We Thank love you, Destiny. Thank, Destiny. You. Thank you. Draw on our love, our collective love, whenever you need it. It is there in the quantum field for you. When we wake up in the middle of the night, just hook into our group energy. It is our sacred heart container for everyone. And this goes to all who are listening. We create a sacred vessel always in all ways. So thank you. Okay. Thank you. Next. Oh, my goodness. Angela, so good to see you. It's been a while, mm-hmm. sister. Welcome. You can uh, unmute yourself as well. Hey, Lauren. Nice to see all of you. Hello, Hi, Sophie. Angela. Hi. Welcome. I'm curious about my karmic entanglements that are causing disconnection. Disconnection. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. Tuning in with you. I ask my higher self to ask your higher self. Okay. Uh, Karmic entanglements of disconnection are attached in the back of your heart chakra, wrapped around the spine at the level of the heart chakra. And squeezing, squeezing the spine, preventing the harmonious, nice, ideal flow of energy through the spine and your central colon. And creating this experience of disconnection. Also, from the squeezing at the level of the heart, your heart feels disconnected from the rest of the of the chakra family. It's like the heart is has been put in the corner at school. In I'm from France. In in school, you are sent in the corner when you're punished. Right? It's like the heart has been sent in the corner, excluded, disconnected from the rest with this obstruction, that's the word, obstruction that is squeezing at the level of the heart center, squeezing the spine. Okay. And is it possible for me to ask which of the three lines or if something like this is connected to the all three, three lines? All three, all three, all three. All three. That's what makes it so uh, intense and so pressing, right? Now, when you think about it, how many lifetimes have we had? And is it possible that we have past lives in which there is disconnection that remains? And among our ancestors, How much disconnection have we experienced in the past few thousand years? A lot. So it's very, when we, when we think about it, 
it's not only possible, it's kind of obvious that there are remains, there are residue of these, like these five themes of separation, fragmentation, disconnection, competition, standardization, um, they are, they are like the, the five obstacles to the five core values of the Aquarian age. These five obstacles are kind of the among the top things, top five things that humanity has been doing for thousands of years. It's nothing new. It's not like we started in this lifetime. It's something that humanity has been doing over and over again. So it's no wonder there would be remains and residue and karmic lessons that have not been collected and pearls of wisdom that need to be gathered, right? So all three lines, absolutely, yeah. All right. Thank you for that insight. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you, Angela. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. All right, moving along. Here we go to Jennifer. Jennifer, hello. You can unmute yourself. Hello. Hi. Um, I am being drawn towards competition. Competition. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Tuning in with you, Jennifer. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, as soon as you said competition, it was, uh, it, revealed itself i just wanted to check and make sure imagine there's a it's like um it's like a device the way the karmic entanglement so they are placed on your throat here at that's where they are attached but they are like ramifications extensions that go up to the ears and that's the first thing that came, as as I said, when you came, said competition, I was shown this. So fingers in the ears like the children do, and I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear. Um, and the way the karmic entanglements are attached on the throat, going up to the ears and closing the ears. Uh, I don't know if you experience hearing problems or issues or anything with your ears, but I'm being shown, I'm being shown that it is, it has more to do ultimately with the um, clear audience. So the subtle hearing preventing you from hearing the subtle, uh, sounds, <laughs> the silent sounds, right? And, It's a way that it doesn't want to know about the rest. It just wants to be first. And not knowing about the rest and just ignoring all the bunch of others. So not hearing them and not even addressing them trying to isolate you 
trying to isolate you in this race, this compulsion, compulsion to compete. It's like it's showing me being in the, um, the hamster wheel and having to run, 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 run. Right? How does that sound to you? Um, when I was five, my parents got divorced and I tried to voice my opinion that I didn't want to go see my dad. And then very soon after I started having ear infections that continued until I was in my twenties. And then my ears, both ears became, um, like stuffed up and I went on many medications and finally I went off all meds, but they still feel that way almost naturally. So, Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised by what you say. And then the compulsion to compete. I mean, I literally have been trained to do like a thousand things at once and see right. how good I'm at it, at it, even though it kills me to do so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, well, and it's so clear, you know, as I said, you said competition, this was shown right away and then it constructed and then the hamster wheel. There probably had something to do maybe with, uh, do you have siblings? I do not. You do not. But there was something with competing with, then not with siblings, but with something else competing to, in order, to, having to compete to get attention, to get love, to get affection. Um, but so that's your experience in this lifetime and how it's, where it's attached again where it's attached in your aura is how it it affects you in this lifetime but the origins are in the past timeline genealogical maternal and paternal and as these three come together imagine when three rivers come together the power and the intensity that it has and the energy that is there. Well, it's the same when the energy comes from the three lines and weaves together into this experience that you've had in this lifetime. Um, the point of which being to liberate yourself and your timeline and your lineages to liberate that you no longer carry this, that it stops with you. You've, you've signed up, uh, you've signed up for, for that in this lifetime to experience it but also to liberate yourself. And what you mentioned that it remains a bit, it's a matter of completing the clearing. I'm getting that this will greatly support you to finalize the great work that you've done already with your ears. Wonderful. I've, yeah. I've always realized that to show love, it's all about action and doing, and I'm still that way. Um, I guess I was taught that. So, you know, I've never been, in my opinion, loved for just being me, just being. Yeah. Like just yeah. sitting and being. So, yeah. Yes. yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Blessings, Jennifer. Thank you. Amazing. Really, Sophie, it's just amazing just to watch you work and how tuned in you are with it and how it's spot on for everyone. Okay. Yeah, thank you. More. Let's do two more. We're going to go to Terry and then Alan. Terry, hi, you're up. Hi, you can unmute yourself. Hello, can you hear me? 
Yes. Hi, Terry. Well, hello, Sophie and Lauren. It's so lovely to be here. Thank you. I have a problem. I think it's just being stuck. I feel stagnation because of things that have happened in my life. I've had uh, some really a couple bad auto accidents uh, that have left me disabled. And uh, physically, the pain is every day. And this affects also my um, anxiety level. And of course, it causes depression. It's like a triple edged sword. I really resonated with what you said with the last reading. Uh huh. Um, I also have some ear issues myself where they kind of get clogged up. Um, so I guess I, if, if stagnation is a, um, choice, that's what I would say. I, I just can't seem to move forward with my life and I feel very stuck. Right. Now, uh, thank you for sharing. Terry, um, when we did um, the Aquarian checkup, is there anyone in particular of the five that came out stronger than the others, whether separation, fragmentation, disconnection? I would say, I would say separation. I feel a lot of my pain, mm-hmm. and I've been told, I've had many readings and been told that I have had a lot of issues in other lives with pain. Mm-hmm. Right. So do you want, should I do a reading about separation? Now, the stuckness, you know, karmic entanglements, as I said, with these three lines that weave together, that weave this stress web in the aura in the current incarnation, what they do is they keep you trapped. Now imagine the prey of a spider that is trapped in the cobweb. The prey is not going anywhere. It is stuck. And that's the experience of the karmic entanglements. Okay. Well, then let's go with that one. I feel that very strongly when you said that. Yeah. Uh, So let me read for you for the separation. Tuning in with you. Terry, yeah. I ask my higher self to ask your higher self. Okay. Um, very intensely, directly going straight to the heart center, the very center of the chest, putting weight like Imagine if a boulder were there, right? A massive stone weighing on the center of the chest. Heavy weight, heavy, hard, cold, weighing, pressing. So this burden and these burdens of separation, burdening, pressing, burdening your heart with this heavy weight. And as I was perceiving for the reading, the weight was really heavy, but also very soon it was lifted, which tells me that it's ready to be lifted and it's your higher self inviting you, inviting you to uh, give yourself the um, 
give yourself this opportunity to lift this weight. So inviting you to to join our uh, Aquarian liberation. If only, if only with the first workshop, freedom from karmic entanglements of separation, possibly the whole journey, if you're up to it. Because the stuckness, it's, it can come from many, from the separation, but also from all the other aspects. But certainly this one, like it's ready to be lifted. So yeah, that's how it shows up for you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you. That was, that was beautiful. And I, I resonate with that because, um, believe it or not, in, you know, in some of the readings that you've given, you've kind of like right pegged onto somebody's physical ailment. I actually broke my neck 40 plus years ago and I broke my back right at my heart chakra. <laughs> Okay, so, so you get a reading with each of each of the other readings as well, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank yeah. you, Lauren. Thank you, thank Sophie. You. Bless thank you. you. Thank you. Blessings, Terry. Wow. Again, it's really um, exquisite the work that you're doing, Sophie. Okay. All right. Uh, the last one that we have is Alan. Hi, Alan. You can unmute yourself. Hello, Alan. Hello. Hi. Welcome. How are you doing? Thank you guys for this. I appreciate it. Yeah, welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm back and forth between, um, separation or disconnection. So whichever one you think you feel on that, go for it and, uh, roll with it. We'll go with disconnection. I'm getting the indication. That okay? Yeah, that was my first choice. So okay, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Okay, great. Thank you, Alan. So tuning in with you, Alan. I ask my higher self to ask your higher self. Yeah, <laughs> going to the head, like, like you have um a hat, like uh, how is it called? You know, the winter hats. That's made of wool. Does it have a name? Is it called a hat? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, over your head. And it's really, it's really impacting your crown chakra. So talk about disconnection. Uh, putting this, imagine have this, having this thick layer of cobweb that's placed like a hat on top of your head and obstructing the word obstructing come back so it comes back again obstructing your connection with the divine your connection with the higher realms okay so it's placed on your on top of your head like a hat yeah yeah, so how, I mean, like, how, who placed it there? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was placed through your experiences in the past timeline, genealogical, maternal and paternal line, experiences of disconnection that were intense, that were not you in your past life, 
and your ancestors couldn't get over it, couldn't overcome the intensity of something that happens, a traumatic experience, something that they got stuck in their emotionality of maybe feeling miserable, maybe feeling sorry for themselves, maybe hating the divine for letting them down, for disconnecting from them, right? And this not getting over it has left an imprint that it ends up being in this lifetime, it it ends up in this hat, hat, right? Right. So it needs to be, what has been done needs to be undone. What's been woven needs to be unwoven at the point of origin. And the way we do that is we go back and collect the karmic lessons, those that were missed at the time. Right. Okay. Right? So that's, yeah, that's how, that's how it came there. So the invitation is really to have as you receive the 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 reading is to have compassion for yourself for carrying this hat um and for your yourself in your past life for your ancestors for having ended up with this hat being created we all do the best we can with the resources that we have at a certain point and we it's good when we keep developing our resources and we keep growing and we're here for that. And thanks to Lauren, we're doing a great job, right? Um, yes. With our gatherings, but we haven't always done the best of jobs and we, we need to, there's no point in blaming ourselves for what has been. The point is to recognize we did the best we could back then. Now we know better and we come and heal and offer healing and forgiveness and liberation. Now I get chills in my, in the hat, right? Yeah. Your hat wants to be liberated, like taken off. Like it feels too hot in here. It's like, get this off already. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Blessings. Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, Alan, and one other thing is, well, we do, there's an invitation to join in this process for the courses, which are really like group personal sessions, really amazing, the work. And the the own work that you do, the awareness that you have today of that hat would I say it's like 90% of the work. How much is the awareness, Sophie, would you say? The awareness, if you, if you're able to hold this awareness in the sense of, um, owning it. Yeah. That's my experience. Yeah. That's what's been. Yeah. It, it wants to be healed. It wants to be liberated. Owning it with without blame, with compassion, and with a, an intention of moving forward and going into liberation. Awareness is 99% of the job, right? 99. If you own the awareness. Now, what can be tricks 
of the tricks of the ego, tricks of the, um, yeah, of the ego, sabotaging, saying tomorrow, oh, no, it's no big deal. Well, we know better than that. And I invite everyone i i'm aware that this is not comfortable i'm aware that the the things that we bring to the table they are not comfortable um if only at the surface level we don't we don't want to think of ourselves as competitive rats or competitive hamsters in the but if that's where we are we better be aware and deal with it right so it's not comfortable in itself to recognize and it's but and it's not comfortable to carry it's even more uncomfortable to carry it and again i want once again to say how much I appreciate all of you who are here, who are brave enough to confront yourself to the, the discomfort. I am, it's part of my assignment. I create discomfort and I stand with it. I, I do, I do my assignment. I do it with a lot of love and compassion because I know it's the step that is necessary so that we can take action for the liberation and the healing, right? So let's take ownership of our awareness. That's the invitation. Yeah. So beautiful. So beautiful. I was going to say, Lauren, I have a gift especially for that. That's going to... Okay. Because yes, I'm aware I create, it's not my, me personally, but I'm being put in a position, um, it's part of my divine assignment, being put in a position to create discomfort or to reveal, I don't create it, I reveal the discomfort that is present. So I like to offer a gift that is uplifting us and holding us setting us on good tracks and holding us on good tracks. And I believe that with this discussion, I'm happy with, we've had, we had this discussion about awareness. So thank you for bringing this up, Lauren. Um, and with this taking ownership of the awareness and how essential awareness is, my gift I'm going to offer to everyone now a power claiming key. Some of you who are familiar with me and my work know the power claiming keys. Some of you love them and adore them. Some people wrote to me that it changed their life. Um, it's one of the things I do. I create power claiming keys. There are linguistic keys that are formulated in a specific way, like to be used like a mantra. And that sets your intention in a, specific direction and that the way the power claiming key is formulated it places your higher self to be in charge of the intention that you have claimed so let me offer the gift 
of this power claiming key, it's a mantra of the heart, if you will, and with having your higher self being in charge of the intention. So I'm going to offer this power claiming key. I'm going to repeat it a couple times, allowing you to really receive it, absorb it, let it settle in. So really be in the, in the experience of receiving it. Pay attention as you receive it to the sensations, the responses that you get in your heart, your mind, sensations in your body, really be in the receiving of this power claiming key. Even if I don't know how, I intend to fully and completely liberate, embrace, and express my Aquarian self for my highest good, my evolution, and in service to the highest good of all. And I ask to be guided and supported. Even if I don't know how, I intend to fully and completely liberate, embrace, and express my Aquarian self for my highest good, my evolution, and in service to the highest good of all. And I ask to be guided and supported. And one more time, and you're welcome to join me and claim it for yourself. Even if I don't know how, I intend to fully and completely liberate embrace and express my Aquarian self for my highest good, my evolution, and in service to the highest good of all. And I ask to be guided and supported and breathe. Thank you. This is my gift to you. If it feels good, make it your mantra. Claim it. Use your voice. Feel the vibrations in your chest, in your throat, in your chest, in your heart as you claim it. And hold your intention and have your higher self hold you on tracks with your intention. Thank you. With that, we are complete and we are vibrating on a whole new level. A lot was revealed today. And so as we take this journey of awareness, be gentle with yourselves and be bold and courageous as we do this intense and gentle and very exquisite healing work. Our soul is guiding us. Thank you, Sophie Bedard. What a beautiful experience. We are grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, if you'd like to work with Sophie, this is an incredible opportunity and a very good investment that your soul is guiding you on. 
and we encourage you to take action and check it out. We'll see you all soon. Thank you, Sophie, and thank you, everyone. Your bright brightness so needed and much in love with the world. Thank you. Namaste. Blessings. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.